Welcome to the First Baptist Church podcast. We're excited to share this midweek conversation with you as T. Hamilton sits down with Pastor Jerry Hendricks. If you would like to subscribe, find us on iTunes or go to fbcsweetwater.org. Hello and welcome to the midweek conversation of First Baptist Sweetwater, where we strive to be the first responders of God's love. My name is Jerry Hendricks, and I'm sitting here with T. Hamilton, our guest speaker this Sunday. <laughs> I don't Why know. are you laughing? I just wasn't expecting that intro. Yeah, there you go. Well, it's because uh, starting Sunday, May 1st, mm-hmm. uh, I will begin a sabbatical period. Right. And I've never done this before. Right. I've sought help from others like yourself because you've actually done a sabbatical. I did. It was my first time also. And you weren't much help. No, I'm not. It Because... Yeah, no, I'm not. I don't, yeah, I'll just say no. It's hard to describe. It is because it's hard to get out of the mentality of the everyday function of work, not just church work, but work in general. Vacation's different from sabbatical. Sabbatical just ends up, and it becomes what you turn, and it took me, I bet it took me at least two weeks to get into the groove of understanding what it was and experiencing it. By then you're halfway through. And so it was, I don't know. It's not helpful. I, there's no book. They, write a book during your sabbatical about sabbatical, and it'll sell. Well, I, I have learned through a couple of friends that there are sabbatical coaches. There's a way to make money in everything, isn't there? <laughs> Apparently. And so I'm thinking that I'm going to be a coach after this. I like that. So idea. I need to do it well enough that I feel like I can coach others through a sabbatical. You need to develop signs. All good coaches have signs. Okay. Steal. Oh, okay. No. Um, no. Hold no. up the yeah. sign on the sideline. You need yeah. all coaches have good signs. I was thinking about banging on a trash can lid. That that's called cheating. <laughs> that's called that's, Astros. No, that's called Jerry made a baseball reference. But you chose the cheaters. I, but it was a but baseball. It was. It was. A, okay. Good job. Here's another baseball reference. Swing and a miss. <laughs> <laughs> well, for for all of our listeners who. Apparently know that I don't like baseball, right? And they do. There's, <laughs> I know. I've learned this after last year because of all the hate that I felt when I finally wore a baseball T-shirt. Again, you chose the wrong <laughs> team. That's your own fault. You, these baseball fans are very finicky. A strange lot you are. <laughs> <laughs> Says the Chicago Bears fan. <laughs> well, we. Uh, yeah, so we're going to get this started with, uh, you'll be filling in for me during these weeks. But uh, I was going to back up and say, so the purpose of a sabbatical is to have the opportunity to step back from a normal routine. Right. Uh, and to uh, restore, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and restore, I guess, would depend on a person's greatest need, mm-hmm. uh, either physically, mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Am I on target here? Yeah, I think so. And I think a sabbatical probably is good for all areas of pr- the professional world. It just we see it more often in religious side of things. Um, but I think we sometimes don't realize we study so much during the week to right. teach, to lead a Bible study, to to preach, whatever it is. That sometimes you can get so caught up in that study pattern that you miss the personal reflection pattern so even if you have a daily quiet time 
and you, I mean, it's probably true with you too. You sit down and you read something and you're, you're intending it to be a time between you and God. But inevitably you're like, oh man, if you said this, this, and this, all of a sudden you're creating Bible study. And you're like, no, that's not what this time is for. And so that helps you get out of that pattern a little bit and just be able to, um, well, like the old Burgundy Road song, you know, sit with you a while, just kind of mm-hmm. sit and experience God in those moments. And, and that's tough to find. And it's so ironic because, you know, you're like, oh, well, you're doing God's work. You're at the church. Da, da, da. But it becomes job oriented a lot of times, yeah. um, even when you try to have your own personal time. Yeah. And I, I think I realized this week in, in describing a bit of that on Sunday morning for our folks is that when you're studying, when you're churning out and, and it does mm-hmm. become a bit of a churn, yeah. a Bible study every week or more, then you'll come across something and you go, I would really, uh, you make a side note and go, I'd really like to take a deep dive on that. Mm-hmm. But you, because of the rhythm of, of what we're already doing, you never really get that opportunity. Right. Now, I, it's probably not fair that, you know, you're, you have to wait five years or, or seven in some cases for churches uh, to have those opportunities. I mean, it's still, uh, it does afford that opportunity to take some of those things that uh, you want to give more attention to and you can focus on that. Right. It, it makes it more understandable. Uh, when I went to, when I was on sabbatical, I went to Andy Stanley's church in Georgia um, and he was on one of his breaks. I don't think he calls it sabbatical, but it was one of the times that he takes summer off to spend time doing that. And so that's kind of like a sabbatical every year for him. And it makes you understand better why they do that. Wow. Well, uh, that's, did you say it every year? I think so. Every yeah. I think they said every summer he takes off June and July or July and August. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I know Greg Mott at uh, First Baptist Houston takes a, the month of July off every year. Right. And it's not vacation. It's literally refreshing, renewing. Um, and you need those times. Yeah. There, the Those times are more directed than a sabbatical, I think. Right. Uh, and because I know in, in Greg's case, his intent is to develop his 12 month or 11 month preaching calendar Mm -hmm. during that one month period. Right. And so, uh, I learned that from a mutual friend, but, Mm -hmm. uh, anyways, so so there's different ways to look at that. I am, uh, looking forward to it, uh, trying to wrap up this week and getting stuff turned in for the month. And then we have a wedding, uh, this, uh, this weekend. And uh, turn the corner, wake up Sunday morning, and wow, it'll be staring me in the face. You'll have a daughter-in-law. Yeah, I know, crazy. So, uh, looking forward to it. The so during this time, uh, it, it, well, once we once we envisioned the opportunity for a sabbatical and uh, received a grant mm-hmm. uh, to help uh, with some of the expenses of this, then. Uh, we started looking at well, when the, when do you do it? And I know that's that's extremely difficult in student ministry. Mm. Uh, and I think I don't know that it's any. I don't think there can be a staff position that's more difficult finding that time other than youth ministry. Yeah, because part of it is being able to spend time with your wife also during sabbatical, and with her being a teacher, it made it even more limited. Right. She can't take off. Uh, four weeks uh, to do that, and so we we found August was basically our time, yeah, and that worked really well for us, or worked for us. You know, Georgia's hot in August. Uh, hot, I can, humid. Uh, uh, it's a pretty good. I, they I can have guess. peaches growing on the trees in the park. Well, 
I love that idea. Yeah. We need more parks with peaches. <laughs> well, there wouldn't be many on the trees if it was near me. No, <laughs> we going to. All right, staff meeting today is at the park because it's peach season. So we chose May uh, because there's a lot of things in there that are already kind of pre-programmed mm-hmm. to our system. Uh, and one is our children's musical. Right. And that'll be on uh, May the 15th. Uh, May 1st is Senior Sunday. Right. Right. Uh, which normally I still speak uh, whatever mm-hmm. series we're doing then. But right. uh, so we imposed on you uh, to go, okay, look, uh, there's one natural one. Do you want us to find other speakers for the other two? Or do you just want to carry the load in May? And you chose a series. Just doing it and being done with it. Yeah. No, um, don't say it that <laughs> way. <laughs> um, so the thing that I'm discovering that's difficult and you've, you know this because you're having you have to deal with it is creating a series that has a one week gap in there. Oh yeah, because of the children, which I'm I love the children musical. I'm glad we do it, but it is hard to build that flow, and I don't know how you do it. I'm gonna have to go back and watch what you've done in the past to to build that flow from week to week when you've got a week in there that you don't do it, and so you lose kind of that momentum, I guess. Um, well, again, another friend, Russell Johnson, mm-hmm. has kind of reminded me, particularly through. Uh, the COVID attendance patterns, mm-hmm. that series are really kind of not working well anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, while it's, I think it's more challenging for us because our thoughts run continuously uh, when you start to think of a series, I'm not sure so much from a congregation standpoint that they see that break. But uh, it'd be interesting to get your if, get a feel for that from your side of it. Well, if they're, if someone's not here on week two, I plan on showing up at their doorstep and, and doing the message <laughs> for them in their home. So if they don't want me randomly arriving, which well, I'll do it around my schedule, so, you know, night, ball games, things like that, it'll be like midnight. And those of you who know T, <laughs> that's a real possibility. Uh, if you don't open the door, I'll just bring my own PA system. It'll work great. Uh, so <laughs> This will be a lot more of a threat if we knew that people actually watched our well, podcast well, one of the things, and listened. Well, but one of the things, too, that, that we do take pride in is that when I'm gone, we want to bring someone in that's good. And uh, our folks, we normally don't have a drop-off in attendance. And it doesn't okay. intimidate me that people show up for the guest speakers. No, because you've made a point that that's what you want to do. Yeah. I, I hate when a preacher is like, I'm going to bring in someone so they'll appreciate me more. Yeah. That's not the purpose of worship. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't help anything. Um, and so, so yeah. we're glad that uh, you're a good teacher. I think you're gifted, and I'm glad you're going to take this opportunity to. Uh, we'll see how to, it goes. Uh, do a series for us. Well, we'll see. We're going to focus on the model prayer in Matthew uh, chapter six, and we're going to break that into three different parts. And I'm excited about it because prayer is one of those things that's even difficult for me to constantly grasp that it's always you're always growing and understanding and reading into right the other day um, and he said at, at its lowest prayer is shouting into the void with the hopes that someone might be listening at its highest it's it's love merging with conversation with God hmm. and experiencing the life of God and most Christians fall somewhere in between but you hope you're always moving towards the the highest point right so well, and these, these series of, well, when we have the opportunity to talk about prayer, I think it's always a, a challenging series for us because I, I don't know many people who feel like that they're where they need to be in terms of a prayer life. And, and I think there's always things that 
you know, challenge us or we learn or we find ourselves open to that maybe we weren't previously. And so it, it is one of those right. necessary themes that uh, we like to, to be able to cover in the, in the span of, of information and yeah. topics that we cover. Prayer becomes one of those things that can be a checklist item. Right, And right. so it can become very rote memory type oriented or it can be just so formulaic that you never actually have a conversation with God. Yeah. And uh, that's the danger, I think. And so well, good. I think it's going to be a good series. I know folks look forward to hearing from you in regard to those things. Uh, everything, you've got some additional people who are leading in the student ministry mm-hmm. area. So yeah. that, uh, that's been good too, got getting three, others involved. Three guys going to lead uh, during... Wednesday nights, I'll still be up there to hang out. I, I told uh, Randa and Stacy I'm going to be Jerry on Wednesday night. Oh, my God. I'm, Stacey I'm sure. said I probably need to let Lisa know that. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what happened there. Um, I don't know what you do on the children's side. Oh, I can't wait to tell you. I'm going to have to get a list. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Richard Ferguson's going to teach uh, the first Wednesday night in May, then Eli, uh, then Eli Espinosa and then Robert Moore. Oh, good. So I'm excited about it. Good group of folks to lead out and uh, cover the bases. I think one of the things that I hear through sabbatical is that it's uh, a good a good time for the church to gain an understanding of, of mm. the life and rhythm of a church, too. Right. You kind of have the opportunity to see it differently mm-hmm. uh, when leadership is, is shifted around just a bit. Right. I think particularly probably in smaller staff situations like ours. Mm. You know, I think with a large multi-staff, maybe you could cover that or Easier, yeah. usually cover that with additional staff members but yeah. and break that down. But uh, Well, we it helps up there that I've got uh, Stephanie and Randa who are staples on Wednesday night, so they'll, they know how it goes. Um, that makes it easier. Um, but even Senior Sunday, like saying, okay, what can y'all do? Because I want to focus on my stuff mm-hmm. or what I need to do with uh, leading the conversation. And so it's... It's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be great. <clears throat> and then um, we, I will return on the last Sunday of May, which will be Memorial Day weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and figure, trying to figure out this week what, what I'm going to be talking about on that particular Sunday. And then the first Sunday in June is uh, Pentecost. Yes, it is. And I was corrected. I think it's now June 4th, not June 5th. Okay. I think I was off on one day. All right, well. And I'm probably off again because I didn't check that beforehand, but I'm sure the same happens. person will tell me. It happens. But uh, because we do live in, we, we live, our, it's a calendar world. And so we deal with a lot of these dates as we approach mm-hmm. the summer. So anyways, uh, thanks for uh, joining us this week on our midweek conversation. Uh, Teak will continue the podcast in May mm-hmm. uh, in a variety of ways. So uh, I'll be listening. We'll see how that goes. Okay. No. no I, I can't do that on my Step back. Do that when you get back. Okay. Don't well, watch because you're just going to find yourself. <laughs> I still get all the notifications, Teak. We'll turn those notifications <laughs> off. I mean, I'll, I'll it's see hard how, to turn it off. But I'll it see how it works it. out. I'll see how it works out. But uh, Teak will be podcasting, and uh, I'll be back at the end of the month. And uh, I'll still be doing and participating in some things uh, in the community uh, and in the area. So I'm sure we'll see each other here and there. But uh, pray for me as I go through this. Uh, I'm enjoying my reading and looking forward to getting into Uh, a study of the Gospels and God's calling of the disciples and their work as disciples. So, cool. Looking forward to it. Uh, Look forward to being a part of uh, your life on Sunday. Like I said, you can show up live at 1030 or follow us online. See you then.